Hey everybody, my name is Nyla, and you're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and other things you'd like to know. Today's topic is all about the lack of accessible fruits and veggies that leads to millions of deaths annually. So welcome to Greener Thoughts. Whether this is your first time listening or not, thank you for tuning in. The podcast, Greener Thoughts, is produced every Sunday and Thursday for your enjoyment. Please be sure to rate Greener Thoughts, share, and support it, especially if you love it. And lastly, contact Greener Thoughts by voice message. The info is posted in the podcast description in every episode show notes or send an email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So I wanted to um, first start off with some announcements for uh, the episode and everything. And I'm going to really talk about some events um, from when Bowie Fest took place in um, early June. So on the first is Bowie Fest and it's a celebration of all things from Bowie, Maryland, um, which I, you know, attended and everything. I'm not from there. I'm from another city in Maryland, though, not too far and um, it was great. You know, I was tabling and volunteering, of course, uh, on um, behalf of the Sierra Club and everything, and me being on the committee with all the other um, XCOM members. It was super fun. Booty Fest is really great, full of you know fun, friendly um, activities for kids, family members, um, uh, civic associations, other organizations, stores. Um, all types of people um, come there every single year to celebrate Bowie Fest. And uh, one of the vendors I visited was um, from uh, Mending Families, and the emphasis on, is on men um, in the name, and it's really about um, making sure men who are dads are in their families' lives, are in their kids' lives, you know, and they have a place there, of course, and they want to make it special, and so they wanted to do a Father's Day sort of um, event. So it was called um, the Do Something uh, Special to Celebrate Your Dad on Father's Day 2019. There's a cookout and greatest dad campaign that they have. And um, all those interested, just write a short uh, essay explaining why your dad is the greatest. Um, This is probably more geared towards, you know, kids and adolescents, teens and such. And so you have to, you know, bring your family. You can definitely do that and enjoy tons of other prizes. Um, and free food, music, and games, of course. The event date is uh, this Sunday, uh, June the 16th, 2019, and the location is the Casca Regional Park, um, 11,000 Thrift Road in Clinton, Maryland. And the time is um, at noon. And to win the prizes, you must be available um, at 2 p.m. at that location um, to go ahead and accept any prizes if you are um, winning one. And the application and the parent permission form is available online at the website mending-families.org. The second vendor um, that's having an event um, that I checked out um, is called Restoration Praise Center. Presents Roar, the best week of fam- of um, summer. The best week of summer. 
and um, you can you know make new friends there, um, take part in their amazing experiments, creative games, super fun snacks, and you know adventures that they have for little kids and everyone, um, and of course music as well. And the event date is Monday, June 24th through June 28th, uh, 2019, and the location is 14201 Old Stage Road in Bowie, Maryland, zip code 20720, and the time um, for the event um, through those dates is 5.30 p.m. to 8.50 p.m., and for more information um, on that event, the email and uh, registration website will be in the show notes, so, so check that out. And if you want to um, check out an extensive list of vendors I met from um, 2019 Bowie Fest, the event that happened in Bowie, Maryland um, this past June 1st, then go ahead and check out my recent Superfoods podcast episode entitled um, Superfoods to the Rescue, 11 Berries to Boost um, Your Health. And um, that information will be also linked in the uh, show notes there for you. Okay, so I want to go to the next segment, which is all about um, another news. And I want to just talk about briefly um, headlines that were, you know, really important and kind of didn't make it into um, today's um, news portion, but I wanted to share. And so the first is that uh, Trudeau uh, says Canada will um, ban single-use plastics as early as 2021. And that was found on treehugger.com. The next headline is that large um, summer dead zone is forecast for Chesapeake Bay after wet winter in spring. And that was in the Environmental News Network um, on their website, aka ENM. Um, ecologists from the University of Maryland and the University of Michigan combined actually forecast um, an immense a Chesapeake Bay dead zone in 2019 this year due to the well above average river flows associated with increased rainfall in the watershed since last fall. And then lastly, the um, other headline that's really important is that Aldi actually ranks first um, out of 20 retailers uh, for reducing single-use plastic. And um, you can find out more on treehugger.com for that. And uh, for some background, um, on Aldi and how how it got to be like such a leader. Um, anyone who you know definitely wants to learn more about Aldi and their um, you know great green standards, go ahead and check out um, my previous podcast episode I did entitled um, Aldi's New Responsible Plastic Packaging Standards Plus New Prize Giveaway. Um, that giveaway has since closed though, and that link will also be in the show notes. So the news for today is from treehugger.com and I entitled this piece um, an apple a day. Um, and it's all about research findings and I think it's really important. I know it's really important because a ton of us in America, you know, love to eat food. We love food. It's just what we do. And fruits and veggies are no exception. You know, there's um, people who, of course, put that in their diet and eat it every day, vegetarians, vegans, the gamut of people who have special diets, who don't have special diets, who just love food, you know, chefs, you know, people who prepare food, 
you know, parents, single people, whoever. We need, you know, food to eat, thrive, to live, to survive. And I found it kind of um, worrying that most of the people in the world don't get the adequate um, supply and fulfillment of fruits and veggies because of a certain amount of things. And I wanted to share this information because, you know, there are the developed countries of the world and the developing countries of the world. And, you know, not everyone has the same um, quality of life because of one of the things is food. Food is a really um, important part of someone's life because without it, you really can't, you know, see day to day, weeks and weeks and months and months, of course. So um, I wanted to highlight this and talk about some of the research. So um, the data is going to be comprised of mostly uh, facts and figures from 2010. So the first headline is um, 2010 data and current research findings. So a new research actually finds that inadequate consumption of um, produce um, really just accounts or may account for 2.8 million deaths a year. Um, And so you may be asking yourself, well, how are they dying specifically from, you know, not eating enough produce. Well, they're dying from the strokes and the heart attacks that they get every year because of this, um, unfortunately. And, you know, the researchers, I'm going to get into um, talking about for a second, um, they actually are concluding that um, low fruit intake um, specific to that um, resulted in 1.8 million uh, cardiovascular deaths alone in uh, the year uh, 2010. And, you know, comparatively, um, not eating enough veggies resulted in 1 million deaths. So that, you know, totals 2.8 million deaths uh, across that year um, alone. And the research for all of what I'm talking about um, comes from researchers um, of the Friedman School of Nutrition Science and Policy at Tufts University. So the researchers used data, of course, like I said, from 2010, and they found um, different types of levels at which people eat, you know, certain types of foods. So the fruits are at one level and the vegetables are at another level. And they measured uh, suboptimal rates or levels of which people ate those foods. And uh, the suboptimal fruit level um, actually resulted in 1.3 million deaths from stroke and and about more than 520,000 deaths from coronary heart disease. And then uh, comparatively, um, suboptimal vegetation or vegetable uh, consumption resulted in a little bit less, about 200,000 deaths from stroke and more than 800,000 deaths in coronary heart disease. So that tells you that more people are dying from um, not eating, um, you know, their vegetables when it comes to dying of coronary heart disease, but a lot more people are also dying if they're not getting enough uh, adequate amounts of um, fruit at, you know, 1.3 million deaths a year. That's striking. And that's, you know, dying from stroke when you don't have enough fruit in your diet. Um, so what I talked about earlier, sub- suboptimal levels, um, of consumption, that just means the amount of food that they're not getting um, in their diet from fruits and vegetables. That's really important here. So um, any amount 
um, or fruits or vegetables that's below the standard guidelines, that's generally what suboptimal levels means. And um, more, optimal, more optimal levels um, of getting those, you know, nutritious fruits and vegetables. Uh, the researchers used many different guidelines uh, for dietary reasons, and they actually studied a whole host of um, studies that had uh, cardiovascular risks in them. So they could uh, use that standard to measure and figure out what meets um, certain requirements, like how many um, fruits and vegetables is optimal or best for people to eat daily. And then, of course, anything under that is um, suboptimal and not very good. So optimal fruit intake for a person generally is around 300 grams per day or equivalent to about two small apples. Pretty easy, right? And uh, optimal intake of vegetables, um, including legumes, um, things like that, is about 400 grams per day, about 100 grams, a little bit more. And that's equivalent to um, about three small cups of raw carrots, for example. And um, next, the data um, was used from 113 countries, uh, and that's comprised about, you know, 82% of the world's population. And many of the countries um, used in the studies um, came from, you know, all around the world. And some came from um, South Asia, East Asia, Sub-Saharan Africa, and also uh, Central Asia and uh, Oceania. And I'll talk about both of those regions, different regions. So um, the countries of South Asia and East Asia and also Sub-Saharan Africa, um, any countries comprised there um, actually had lower fruit intake and high rates of associated stroke deaths. And then countries in Central Asia and Oceania, um, they had some of the lowest uh, vegetable intake and high rates of associated coronary heart disease uh, there. Uh, following up in the U.S., so here, in America, you know, not many people are eating their vegetables, and that really just accounts for, um, as far as the research goes, 82,000 cardiovascular deaths, um, while the suboptimal fruit um, levels are really linked to about 37,000 deaths um, for the year. And all this data uh, was presented recently um, just in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, so up north um, for me, really, and um, it was in the Nutrition 2019 uh, conference, and you know you can follow the hashtag Nutrition 2019, and it's um, part of the American Society for Nutrition. It's annual meeting, um, and they held it um, recently, um, June 8th through the 11th. Uh, so if you want to check out even more um, information on the study, on this research. On the researchers, go ahead and uh, go over to globaldietarydatabase.org for more. So uh, my overall view of um, the worldwide crisis of um, inadequate nutrition really is really simple. Um, I know that there are simple changes that people can make um, to their diet, that you can make to your diet, to make sure that you can prevent, you know, an early death. Um, eating those three cups of, you know, carrots that they suggested, pretty easy to do. But I know in, you know, 
different parts of this planet that we live on that may not be attainable for everyone. So what you can do is try to be healthy, you know, and that doesn't just mean uh, what you eat. It's also what you, you know, do, what you feed your mind, what you exercise with, what you, what you read, what you do, you know, in the time that you're not eating. Um, and also, you know, being aware of, you know, calories and, and, and sacrificing, um, you know, that sweet, you know, something that you really want to eat, but you know you shouldn't eat, don't eat it. You know, fruits and vegetables are really nice and they're good and they're kind to your body. And, you know, often, you know, fruits are nature's candy. So why not, you know, chomp on, you know, a bunch of them? Um, I recently, uh, was eating some prunes and I was like, these are so good. Like I, I love prunes. Like I, <laughs> I love fruits and I don't, um, I don't ward away from getting uh, my fruit intake. I love an apple. You know, I could eat it daily if I could. Orange, oranges are nice as well. Just any fruit that you can get your hands on, you know, just try at it. If you have, you know, maybe um, little ones or someone that, you know, maybe is hesitant to really eat their fruits, you know, make it um, fun. You know, make it um, as appealing and visually um, as, you know, appealing as you can. And go that route to make it simple instead of hard. Don't make eating a chore. It should be enjoyed and nutritious, of course. Um, I also want to talk about the availability and access of food because that is very important. You know, in America, there are such things as food deserts. And there's very much a lack of um food equity in some places and there's nothing that laws can't change but also people have to of course fight for those things um, or uh, move maybe to places where that is more accessible but that of course isn't a a um, an all-encompassing solution because not everyone can afford to move to uh, sometimes more expensive areas to get their food needs met but that's just um, a piece of the pie, and I wish there was a one-size-fits solution for how to solve um, food inequity and food accessibility in America. I truly do, um, and so you know that's going to get better with time. Um, but what we can do now is, you know, find what works for you and being healthy all at the same time. You know, if food delivery services kind of get you to where you need to be. Also, if you, you know, shop at uh, food discount stores, but they still have fresh food or you you go to uh, food markets when they're available or things like that, you know, you're you're in a good place. You know, not everyone can, you know, afford some of the high priced uh, meals that we have available in our grocery stores and selections there. But then sometimes we can and we make do. Um, I wish in the study that there was data um, on children because it didn't really go into the particulars about um, the amount of uh, fruits and vegetables that children um, can eat or sometimes are able to eat or anything like that. It mainly um, took data from younger and older adults, so I wish that was um, something to be improved upon. Um, In the uh, next section, in the Mother Earth Minutes, I'm going to get to um, some more um, information about um, how you can um, solve this problem a little bit on your own level. 
And I also want to know um, if there are any organizations that you know of personally that are putting an end to world hunger. I'd love to learn about them. So be sure to email Greener Thoughts or leave a voice message. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. The Mother Earth Minutes is the time in Greener Thoughts, where, of course, I review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode, and as always, save Mother Earth. So the message for this Mother Earth Minutes is to strike down hunger. So whether that looks like volunteering, donating money, making sure that someone in your neighborhood or maybe the kid that you know is struggling with you know, hunger, make sure they get a hot meal every now and again, you know, that can really, you know, be the difference between um, struggling in school and thriving in school and making sure, you know, someone cares about them. Maybe it's really rough at home. Maybe they just need a friend, someone to talk to about their struggles and how hunger is affecting them and they just want to be heard. So that's a really good way to, you know, open up that conversation about food And food really, in a lot of cultures and in a lot of homes, sort of brings people together. So, you know, that's a good way to, you know, open up and be food friendly and be, you know, positive about food and uh, associating goodness and community and camaraderie and uh, food. So uh, the first tip I have for you is that you can um, go ahead and support some really great um, American food charities. There's about 10 of them I have, and they also work to fight hunger um, domestically and internationally. So the first charity is uh, Action Against Hunger. Their uh, website is www.actionagainsthunger.org. And then there's Feeding America. Um, I specifically remember um, in the early 2000s or maybe late um, 1990s or so, um, I was volunteering with my sisters and my grandma when we had visited um, her church and did some, we did some uh, volunteering hours um, when she had lived in Newark, New Jersey. So that was really fun. I always have fond memories um, of volunteering uh, at that event. And uh, Feeding America, the website is um, www.feedingamerica.org. Bread for the World is the third charity, and their website is www.bread.org. Next, the fourth one is Food uh, Bank for New New York City, and their website is www.foodbanknyc.org. And then the fifth is Freedom from Hunger. They're at www.freedomfromhunger.org. And then the sixth is The Hunger Project. They're at www.thp.org. Next is um, Heifer International. Um, Their uh, website is www.heifer.org. 
And Meals on Wheels America, their um, website is www.mealsonwheelsamerica.org. Next is our next to last, No Kid Hungry. Their website is www.nokidhungry.org. And then lastly, Food for the Hungry. Their website is www.fh.org. Next and last tip is the second one. Um, It's about my recommendations for podcasts that you can definitely listen to. Um, All of these I'm subscribed to and uh, I love listening to their materials. One of them I checked out recently. It's amazing and it's, it's, um, I think, a DC-based group. Um, They have tons of information, policymakers, scientists, um, academics that they talk to and really have a wealth of information there, and they have a bigger, larger organization. Um, So the first um, podcast is Eat This, Not That, uh, created by John Hammond and Dave Sinsenko, um, and is currently hosted by John Hammond and Megan Murphy. The next podcast is Eat Your Way to a Healthier Life, uh, part of the Life Kit series from NPR. And then lastly, Food Talk with Danny Nirenberg. Um, I listened to their um, recent May 2019 podcast, and it featured um, a Mr. Dr. Wilson, and he is from the Friedman School of Nutrition Science and Policy at Tufts University, which is um, what I also mentioned uh, where the news portion and the research um, came from. fact of the day is that the past five years have been the hottest five years in recorded history. That fact comes from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the May-June 2019 issue. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. Do you work hard in the environmental field in either an organization or company? Either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please send your 200-word essay to the email address greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So the Eco Company Spotlight is the time in Greener Thoughts where, of course, I would love to hear Um, about your environmentally related products or services that you have and you can definitely get your ideas out there um, about them and have me review them. I'd be happy to do so Um, and of course you can leave a voice message or also contact Greener Thoughts um, by email. Uh, For now um, I've been um, talking about companies that I love and support, uh, many of which I've done so from um, about February 2019 to this year and a ton of them are great if not all of them and one of the latest ones I want to talk about is Cliff Bar. Um, So Cliff Bar is a company uh, that's snacking really well. Uh, It was spawned from the idea of creating a better and energizing snack bar 
in 1990 by um, uh, Gary Erickson. Uh, Cliff Bar is named after the founder, um, Gary Erickson's dad, named Cliff. Um, Gary Erickson and his wife, Kit uh, Crawford, uh, chose to keep uh, Cliff family-owned by walking away from an immense offer of $120 million uh, to sell the company in uh, 2000. In 2006, Gary and Kit established the Cliff Bar Family Foundation to support innovation um, and innovative small and mid-sized nonprofits that actually give back to their communities. Uh, regarding um, the responsibility um, of sourcing that Cliff Bar has, um, as far as organics go, um, to date, um, 74% of everything Cliff Bar uh, buys is certified organic. And they've um, purchased over 750 million uh, pounds of organic uh, ingredients since 2003. Um, For allergen information, for all those who are concerned about that, you can go to um, their website um, in the section uh, www.cliffbar.com forward slash dietary dash considerations and check out all that there. Um, Next... Um, I want to talk about my experience with Cliff Bar. Um, I learned about Cliff Bar maybe more than five years ago or so, and I think I caught one of their bars from um, Target or somewhere. And I usually um, would pick up their um, bars um, for whenever I uh, go out and deploy for some months, and they're good to snack on, you know, good airline food, and they're really good. Um, uh, and, sa- and savory, uh, very chock full, and they last a long time, months. Um, if you're if you're really good at storing it well, and they have different flavors. I love I love their blueberry bar. They have a peanut butter crunch bar. If they haven't changed the um, ingredients of it, and so I have good memories of Cliff Bar, and I would recommend it to anybody. You know, nature freak, um, camper, um, you know, hippie, just. Anybody who loves um, earth-friendly goodness and quality ingredients, definitely I would check out Cliff Bar. Um, Cliff Bar can be found online at uh, their website, www.cliffbar.com. And that's Cliff Bar with only one F, C-L-I-F Bar. And you can find them also on Amazon and eBay dot com to buy their products um staples target which i mentioned um walgreens walmart and other uh, fine stores online and in store across the country where available and for uh, general comments and questions contact cliff bar at their uh, mailing address uh cliff bar at c l i f all capital bar and company uh, 1451 66th Street, Emeryville, California, zip code 94608-1004. And their main number is 1-800-CLIFF-BAR. Um, that's 1-800-254-3227. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And for ordering, call their number um, 1-855-972-0573, and that's toll-free, 
And you can call that number Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. At 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And also on Saturday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, Cliff Bar is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at Cliff Bar, that's C-L-I-F, all capital, bar. And then Instagram at Cliff Bar, our lowercase one word. At LinkedIn at Cliff Bar and Company. Um, at Pinterest at Cliff Bar. At Twitter at Cliff Bar. Um, all capital, C-L-I-F and then Bar. And then YouTube, uh, the last one at Cliff Bar and Company. Uh, last thing you can do is also, if you want more information, contact them directly at their website, www.cliffbar.com. Then view the bottom section of their webpage labeled Contact Us and click on it to contact them. So, um, thank you for listening to um, the entirety of the podcast. And um, I really wanted it to be a space where we could talk about, you know, food and being healthy and also having that relationship that's good with fruits and vegetables and having it, you know, hit home. And if you feel like this podcast touched you, you know, be sure to share it. Um, and of course, favorite greener thoughts uh, where available, uh, especially if you love this podcast and information, I greatly appreciate it and love every single, you know, bit of um, information I research and the feedback and messages and praise I get from, you know, all of you, you know, at times, you know, I read that and I just, I'm so thankful and happy uh, to get your feedback and listening uh, into, you know, what you have to say. And so be on the lookout for the next um, podcast episode. It's upcoming. So until then, you all take care. Bye. Bye.